0: Today is Sunday, August 20, 2023. The 9 a.m. Sunday school class, Shenandoah Valley Baptist, is being led by Eric Burstock, who's continuing his series on the Ten Commandments. Today's topic, committing murder.
1: Okay. How close to 9 o'clock do you usually start? 9 o'clock. No, we don't. <laughs> See? <laughs> this is great, because we're talking about the commandments today. Thou shall not... What? What time? It's whenever fast, starts, and we're all happy. That- okay. That's the, probably the better question, yeah, right. Okay. Okay. We'll start any minute. I'll pick up speed if, if I have to, okay? So I didn't even know I was doing this until actually yesterday, so uh, I agreed to, and you just got to be careful what you ask for sometimes, you know, but we're going to be okay. All right, this is probably not going to be the same as to what you're used to in your class, because we're, we, we're not uh, doing, was it The Chosen you say you've been doing lately? Yeah. So we're not going to do that this week, because uh, just, we're just going to do like we were in, sitting in our little class here in the pastor's office. So. so anyway, I'll go ahead and start, and we always start with prayer, and would someone just volunteer, and uh, Janice back there, would you, you're all the way in the back. What's that? Well, I think everybody in theory should say, yes, I'm willing to volunteer. Okay, you're up. (laughs) Are you okay? Okay. amen so anyway we come out of our class called christianity is jewish and that's no other than you know teaching the bible and whenever we can inject the jewish aspects or just points we want to make we do that okay so what we were doing in our class uh most recently actually the last five weeks is we've been studying the ten commandments and whenever you take on the ten commandments often you hear like well we know that already well, wow, that's really going to be boring if we're going to do every commandment for the next X amount of weeks. But I'm going to try to make it ex- as exciting as, as, as possible. So the first four weeks, we started the... the uh, actually, the first week, we talked about all the commandments in general. And then we uh, went through the first through the fourth commandment. So this week would be the fifth commandment, which would be... which I'm not, We're not going to actually study the fifth commandment today, which is honor your, your father and your mother. So, Ken... My mic is on. Can you not hear me? You can't hear back there? Excuse me? No, no, no I don't know. Uh, David? Gosh, I feel like i Is that better? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so here it's good. All right, so now we're good. So anyway, we would be studying the fifth commandment, but I just, for whatever reason, I, I, I had written the fifth and the sixth, And I struggled, and I said, you know what, we're going to study the six today. And there's nothing that the Lord says that you have to study them in sequential, numerical order. So we're going to do the sixth this week, and then next week when we go back into our class, we're back to the fifth. But we're going to cover all ten, so let's talk about the fifth. I'm sorry, the sixth, excuse me. Uh, I'll put on my glasses here. And the sixth commandment, basically, real simple, you shall not murder. So that's what we're gonna to study today, you shall not murder. It's a little early in the morning to be doing that, but but it, I think we're gonna be okay, okay? So, um, you actually find it in Exodus, if you went to chapter 20, and I, I tend to like to let you see what we're quoting as scripture, instead of me just reeling it, reeling it off to you, unless it's really short, okay? Or something I feel like you really, You know, you would know off the top of your head. So in Exodus 20, chapter 13, is where you find the sixth commandment, you shall not murder. And I'm sure you have noticed in our society uh, that for some reason we're fascinated with murder. Now, why would I say something like that? Why would we be fascinated with uh, murder? Uh... It seems to be the, uh, the lead story on any local news. You put on the news, and you, you're not gonna, it's not going to take too long before you hear something about murder. So the local news. Uh, TV shows mo- often have a theme of murder. Okay, And if you were to watch a movie, sometimes you're going to find murder, 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 murder. And sometimes more than one murder. And sometimes it's thrown in there for effect. So, what is this thing about this? Why are we so fascinated with murder? Uh, For example, I I thought of the show anyone familiar with NCIS? Is that how you say it, NCIS? Okay, so that wouldn't exist without murder. Okay, so, uh, and how often do we hear on the news now about mass shootings? Okay, I mean, it's not all that rare anymore. Okay, it's quite often. Mass shootings uh, not only in the u s but it 's actually going on all over the world okay and it 's almost, be, almost become uh, a routine it 's way too frequent and uh, you know murder should horrify us, but it also brings out in, in a way some type of dark fascination with it and i don 't know why so watching uh, d- murder dramatized on TV or in a movie is our way of experiencing fear in a controlled setting I'd say it's like we can experience a mild encounter with murder as an outside observer and when it is over we can experience relief over the fact that we didn't get murdered and we didn't murder anyone okay so it's also very, uh, and again, I'm going with my notes here, because um, it's just easier for me. My, eye, my eyesight's not that great. But uh, it's also very, very gratifying that the murderer usually doesn't get away with it. That's what we see in, on, uh, in the movies. They always ca- catch the murderer is what it's all about. And that's how the media wants to portray it, OK, is that they always catch the murderer, OK? well catching the murderer actually is very fictional number one it's not true it's 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 one big lie now why would i say that okay the fbi reports that at least half of all murders in the u.s go unsolved okay i don't know if you remember this This is kind of like a joke but many many years ago uh on the johnny carson show did you know he said that Elkton, virginia had the highest unsolved murder rate in the country did you know that and he said there was one murder and it hasn't been solved okay so that's 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 true all right so what is this thing about murder out of the uh, the uh, you shall not murder in the commandments taking over a human life is the ultimate act of idolatry it's basically assuming god's position as ruler of the universe. Actual murder is one of the most traumatizing things humans can experience. At first glance, at the topic for today, most of you are probably thinking this is going to be a short lesson. Okay, I mean, uh, because murder is not a big problem for me or for you or for our congregation. But let me assure you of two things. First of all, murder is a problem for you and me, according to the Scriptures. Everyone is guilty of it. So it's a big problem. So, I'm gonna read a verse, it's short. If it's real short, I'll just read it, and we're gonna actually put our eyes on some verses, and Barbara's gonna help us with that. But if if I was to read out of James 2, verse 10, it says, "'For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he's guilty of all. So to make the statement that we've all have committed murder, if we, we were clean on the other nine, we, could, we, we wouldn't have to say that. But the fact is, if you've done one, you kind of done them all, okay? And that was right out of James chapter 2, verse 10. So what this says is, if we have broken one of the commandments, we have broken all of them in God's eyes. We've done everything in the, in the list of the Ten Commandments, which should help us kind of drop our self-righteousness uh, that we may be feeling. So, we go to First John chapter 3, and, and I'll give an extended definition of murder. John 3, uh, 1 John, excuse me, verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 15. Who, whoever hates his brother, is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So I kind of talked about this last week in our class, I just alluded to it, Uh, I'm not an expert on zoology, okay, but I know that in the animal kingdom there are certain species of animals that kill each other, so it's not uncommon for a lion to kill another lion, it's not uncommon for a chimpanzee to uh, kill another chimp. Okay, but we as humans, we, we we we, and that's physical how they kill. We kill in more than one way. Obviously, we kill physically. That's what we've been talking about often. But we also kill uh, in our heart. We also kill with our words. And again, I have to be real careful there. I got to make the extinction uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the difference between killing or kill and murder. Okay. The Bible says, you shall not murder. There's actually a version, or at least one version of the Bible that says, thou shall not kill. And that is really wrong, and I'll explain to you why. You may already know it, but I'll get to that. Okay? The Bible doesn't say, thou shall not kill. It says, thou shall not murder. Now, how do I really know that? When I was 13 years old, I was given the Holy Scriptures as a Jewish kid, and it's the authorities, of Hebrew, the experts in Hebrew, the rabbis, taking the Hebrew, putting it to English. And it clearly says, thou shall not murder, Okay, not kill. There's a difference, which we're going to talk about. So thou shall not kill. And and there's more than one translation where it says, uh, I'm sorry, thou shall not kill is not correct. It's thou shall not murder. But there are a few versions out there that say thou shall not kill. Well, there's a problem with that. Okay, uh, and it goes like this. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. In the Old Testament, the Lord tells his people, the Jewish people, to wipe out whole populations in giving instructions concerning warfare, for example, and the conquest of Canaan. God tells Moses in Deuteronomy 20:16. again, it's short. Well, no, actually, Barb, I'm going to have you read this one. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 16 and we're going to talk about murder.
2: "The cities of these people which the Lord thy God doth give thee for an inheritance, thou shalt save them alive, nothing that breathes. Thou shalt save alive nothing
1: that breathes." That's good. You want to go uh, 16 uh, oh I said 16. Yeah, we could stop there, that's it. I mean, that's clear, it, it, it goes even more, but is uh, good. So wipe out, basically, is what I'm saying. And that's, uh... so before we go any further, uh, let me give you a biblical definition of first-degree murder, okay? What is first-degree murder in the Bible? It's a deliberate ending of a human life with malice and forethought outside the direction of God. This is, is, this is the sin of the highest order, and punishable, per the Old Testament, by death. That's what's supposed to happen, according to the scriptures in the Old Testament. The scriptures also describe instances in which the killing of others is not categorized as murder. And that's some of the things I was referring to. What's not, let me just, I went off here, off base here. Let me go back here. Give me a second to find myself. Let's see. Okay, here we go. So I talked about the biblical biblical definition of first-degree murder is deliberate ending of a human life with malice and forethought outside the direction of God. This is the sin of the highest order and punishable by death, according to the Scriptures. The Scriptures also describe instances in which the, which the killing of others is not categorized as murder. What would they be? Well, I've already mentioned at least one, uh, and it goes like this. Um, let's see. In fact, before I explain that, do you realize that our whole legal system is based on the Bible when it comes to murder? This concept of first degree, second degree, third degree murder, okay? Does that, you want me just quickly go through the distinction of those three? First degree murder is murder with malice and forethought, I mentioned that already. Second degree murder is done in the heat of passion, and third degree murder is through negligence. So, murder is obviously a very serious sin in God's eyes. It is the ultimate act of pride in exalting oneself to the position of God and sitting in judgment of others and determining the time of their departure from this earth. Murder, in all of its forms, including, whether, okay, in which, what's not murder? Okay, warfare was one of them. Uh, the, the others aren't coming up for some reason, but there were two others. I may have missed it, but let me just go on. I could always go back to it, hopefully. So murder in all its forms, true murder, includes, none of these will surprise you, uh, abortion, euthanasia, and suicide. It's an attack on God himself. Disobedience to this command is a sign of a depraved society. Okay, do we have enough murder in our society today? We're living in a depraved society, waxing worse and worse, okay? The termination of human life is in the hands of God and in His only. When people take this matter into their own hands, outside of God's direction, it is a sure sign of their rejection of Him and rejection of His commandments. Hosea, for example, describes in his day, uh, he addresses this. So, Barbara, if we go to Hosea chapter 4. Let let some people catch up with you. Hosea chapter 4. If we read the first two verses, what was Hosea thinking about this subject? Because I'm trying to show you different times in the Bible where murder has come up. Hosea. What's that? Yeah, verses one and two. Hear ye hear the word of the Lord and
2: children of Israel, for the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth or no mercy or no knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery,
1: they break out and blood touches the blood. Wow, it's there's a lot going on there, and mainly you see what Hosea was saying, how they saw society then. How much worse is it today? You think it was bad in that day? It's, 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 it's much worse today. And you see at the end, uh, I guess one version I looked at, it says blood touches blood. OK? Actually, if you go to the Hebrew, it says murder touches murder. So it's just something to be aware of. Uh, the, two, uh, the two verses just read, or... or uh, uh, Believe, believe it or not, breaks what, what Barbara just read, and a lot of people don't realize when they read exactly what she just read, you're actually breaking six commandments in that one s- portion of Scripture. Did you ever look at it that way? Hosea chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, when you read that, you're actually breaking six of the Ten Commandments. It's pretty bad, right? Today, we're, I'm sure we're 10 for 10. We're knocking it out of the park, okay, if you want to say it that way. Okay. I think I lost my spot again. Let's see. No, we're good. So that was Hosea. That's what he said about murder. How about Jeremiah? Okay, we'll go to a different time. And what was his, his message? What was his... It was actually God's message, but what did Jeremiah have to say? Uh, you go to chapter 7 of Jeremiah, and I'll show you the verse. And it's actually... This verse is in the form of a question. Whenever there's a question, it's eliciting a response or an answer, but... Jeremiah, what we're going to cite here, chapter 7, verse 9, that which you'll read, is actually in the form of a question. Will ye steal, murder, and commit
2: adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, and walk after other gods whom
1: ye know not? And I think it, it ends, and then come and stand before me in this house. Does it say that? Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's it's like... A, it, Right. We are to do all these abominations. Great. Okay. So, just the way it starts out, will you? So it's a question. So we're not done there, and I'll read the next one because it's really short. What did God have to say to Noah? We've already pointed out Hosea. We already pointed out Jeremiah. What did he have to? Say? What did Noah have to say? Okay. Just after, just after the flood, by the way. And this is in Genesis nine verse six, and I'll just read it. It's only one short. And it says, whosoever, or whoever, excuse me, sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. So it's not for man to take another man's life. That's God's domain, okay? And since man is made in the image of God, then taking of a man's life is the destruction of the most precious and most holy thing in the world, okay? In our country, we have uh, one serious crime every three seconds. We have a burglary. Bur- say the word burglary. Bur- help me, Bonnie. Burglar, yeah. It's early for me, guys. Every 10 seconds, there's one of those. There's a robbery every 78 seconds. There's a rape every eight, every eight minutes. And these are all statistics that I pulled together. And there's one murder every 27 minutes in our country. Uh, and suicide or self-murder, 30,000 people succeed in taking their own lives each year. That's an approximate number in the United States alone. Of which, 5,000 of those 30,000 are teenagers. Okay? So, taking a life, I mean, that's just God's domain. Okay? And man's doing it too. we're doing it to ourselves. And we've all done it, which we'll go back to, in a second, as we end. Uh, in the Old Testament, there were numerous sins punishable by death. So, this is right into the Old Testament. And I'm going to, what was punishable by death? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, murder, child sacrifice. This may sound funny. Keeping an ox known to be dangerous. Don't ever do that. Okay? Keeping an ox known to be dangerous. So I said, don't ever do that. Kidnapping is punishable by death. Insult or injury to parents. Now see, that would go back to the fifth commandment, which we went to the sixth today. Incest, punishable by death. Fornication. Adultery. Homosexual sex. Not being a virgin when you get married. Witchcraft. Astrology. Blasphemy, false claims to be a prophet, intrusion of an alien into a sacred place. When you hear that, think about the tabernacle. There are parts of the tabernacle you just could not enter. Okay, And two more, Uh, bestiality and one other. Anyone want to guess? This is a hard one. One other, real important, Sabbath breaking. So that, that, was, that was every uh, thing that would be punishable by death. And if all these were enforced today, so that's why I told you, watch out about your ox, there wouldn't be many of us left, <laughs> okay? We'd all be, de- we'd be dead. The Bible's very clear that society. Is this is what we're supposed to do about all that okay? But again some of them are I guess you'd say are outdated we don't have oxys, but When it comes back to murder the Bible is very clear very clear about murder that society is to cleanse the land by proper Punishment and not just murder. I listed others there that apply today, too, but the point is punishable by death Okay So, we're supposed to cleanse the land by proper punishment of those who commit crimes. So when I, when I, remember when Cain killed Abel? There was something that was really striking about that whole story. OK, this is really important. You know, when, when we don't punish these crimes, we don't punish murder. It, what was really interesting with Cain, when Cain killed Abel it specifically says in the Bible that Abel's blood cried out from the ground. Cried out from the ground. And it's, this is a, it's a biblical concept, and it's called blood guilt, guiltiness. And it's one that we need to understand very well in order to understand which lies before us and our nation's future, because we're not doing the right thing people committing crimes left and right, murder, anything, and they're they're not being punished. And there's a huge price to pay for that. And we're paying it, but... um... So anyway, blood guiltiness is that any murder that is committed in the land where justice is not served, the result is a, and this is what we have going on in our country right now, spiritual pollution. Remember, we used to be worried about pollution. That's all you'd hear about the skies, you know, pollution, pollution, pollution. What's going on in our country, okay, by not punishing these crimes, is spiritual pollution. We're, thank you, spiritually polluting the land. We are told the land is to be cleansed, which I mentioned already, by punishing the guilty. If justice is not served, it brings a curse upon the land, and eventually, the judgment of God. So Barbara, let's, let's go to Numbers chapter 35, and I'm going to have you read, because this is a little lengthy, but eventually, God is going to judge the fact that we haven't addressed not just murder, but these crimes that people get away with. Um, Whenever we're, at, whenever we're at numbers chapter 35, I'll give you the verses you there. How about verses 30 through 34? Thirty four. Thirty four. So ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are, for blood
2: it defileth the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it, defile not therefore the land which ye shall inhabit, wherein I dwell, for I the Lord
1: dwell among the children of Israel. So Abel's blood was screaming from the ground. It's the same thing. If the land is not cleansed by punishing those guilty of murder and other capital crimes, this pollution increases to the point where God must act. God's going to, he's just going to intervene. He's already intervening, which we're going to talk about that. He's already intervening. And how do we know? We're going to see how how we know he's intervening. Uh, When those who murder do not pay for their crime with their own blood, the blood of the victim cries out to God for justice. That's what we had in Genesis. Same thing. When the cry becomes loud enough, God brings judgment. I believe we are at that point of judgment in America. People don't pay for their crimes anymore. You just as well say that. They just do not pay for their crimes anymore. The average prison stay for a murderer in America is what? Anyone can take a wild guess because I didn't know until I researched it. So don't feel bad You want to guess when you murder someone what is the average now obviously, That means some stay longer some stay shorter Okay, what do you think the average is? 20 years More than five You would so who said seven? Great answer. Okay. The answer is nine Nine years you murder someone nine years and you're out Okay, there you go. You hear what Juan just said? Then you go do it again. We're coming to that. Murderers and other criminals are laughing at our judicial system. And also they're laughing, and not to be political, but I I must, they're laughing at a liberal Congress. Okay? Where's the laws coming from? And... And that's not going to stop the murderers 70% of all crimes are committed by 7% of the male of male criminals so Again, it's a small portion of of males, but they account for 70% of the crimes Because they are released Wanda to do it over and over and over again Wanda you're ahead of my lesson that was good No, no, that's good. No, I said, that's good. You're exactly right. So since the passage of Roe versus Wade, this is something, you know, we just can't be reminded of this enough. Over 65 million babies have been murdered. It is murder. It is evil, pure and simple. And the blood of all those tiny, innocent murder victims cries out, to God for justice. Those who commit abortion are murderers. The doctors who perform the abortions, the nurses attending are murderers. The legislators who pass the laws, which I've already mentioned, that permit it are guilty of murder and have blood on their hands, blood on their hands. Not to mention the mothers who kill their own babies. Okay, we see some of that. Those who vote these people into office are accessories to murder. Have you heard that before? They're accessories to murder. Wouldn't be you and I, we wouldn't vote that way, but those that are voting for those type of people that allow that to happen, they're accessories to murder. So when I said, when I started, we're, we're all guilty of murder. You see how wide, wide this is getting already, the net. Okay? If we don't atone for our nation's sins quickly, and it may already be too late, it will not matter who the president is or what kind of laws we enact. God's judgment will come. And it will come quickly. And nothing will stop it. When God comes with his judgment, Nothing will stop it. I believe it's already started, and I think you all believe the same thing. 4,000 babies are aborted daily, by the way. So when you wake up one day and you go to sleep that night and the next day starts, we're going at a clip of 4,000 babies a day. Do you believe that? Just, just sick. Leviticus chapter 18 indicates that a defiled land is under judgment. The judgment comes in the form of, it actually says this in Leviticus 18. Here are some of the forms of judgment. Earthquakes, floods, drought, fires, and economic collapse. That's what Jeremiah 18 refers to. But God judges an infinite amount of ways. Did you also know that God promises judgment to those who enact laws that violate his word? So remember I mentioned the, the people in Congress and those who vote for those people who enact these laws that violate the word of God? Is that spoken to in the Bible? What, let's, let's, where is it? Barbara, let's go to Isaiah. We're using a lot of verses today, which is good. Isaiah, chapter 10, and I'll give you the verse here when give gives some people a little chance to catch up. Isaiah 10, verses 1 through 4. These people that are creating these laws, what's going to happen? How responsible are they? Was this spoken to of in the Old Testament? Well, it, it was, specifically Isaiah chapter 10. And let's go ahead and read the first four verses, verses 1 through 4, and let's see what it says. Okay, so there's a big price to pay. Some versions of the Bible say, woe to those who make unjust unjust laws. Did anyone see that in their Bible? Okay, so anyway, or issue oppressive decrees. Okay, so anyway, there are instances in the Bible where the taking of life is justified, that's what I was gonna talk about earlier, and not accounted as accountable as sin, not counted as murder. Now, where can we think of some examples of where it's not actually murder? How about capital punishment? How do you all feel about capital punishment? Someone kills someone? Is it right for the state to say, electric chair? That's not, that's not murder. Okay. That's not murder. So that's one example. Okay. How about killing and warfare? We have, we have to defend ourselves. The Bible is clear on that. Defend yourself, kill your enemy. What's that? Well, you're right. You're right. You're right. It actually is killing. Yeah, it's, it's not considered murder. There is killing involved, but there's no murder. Okay, here's another one. Okay, this, and again, we even fight over this. Like, how can we even question this? Killing in self-defense. Someone comes in your house, what side of the door do they have to be on for you to kill them? If you have to kill them outside the door, you've got to drag them. What do you mean? You know, the point is, they came into your house, killing in self-defense, okay, is not, Murder, not murder to us. Okay, let's, how uh, about this first? I'll read this because it's short. In Exodus 22, two, it says, how are we on time? I'm not even looking. Hey, we're, you think I can see that far? Let's see. Oh, 941. Okay, that's pretty clear. All right. Um, Exodus twenty-two two says, if a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, the defender will not Be guilty of bloodshed. That's right in Exodus 22.2. So not guilty. But what does our society say? Could be guilty, may be guilty, can't defend yourself. it's, It's a violation of God's law. Okay, that's bad. So barring a few exceptions, which I just mentioned, murder is man's ultimate expression of defiance against God. Murder is very serious. And in the light of looking at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, we tend to see those men of that day as the murderers of God, those who crucified the Son of God. But the scriptures are very clear that it was our sin that caused Jesus, Jesus to voluntarily give his life. Okay, So again, we, we point back to that day but I made the case in the very beginning, we're all guilty, okay? And we're, it was our sin that caused him to voluntarily give up his life, okay? So in that sense, we have all committed murder. We are all guilty of the murder of the Son of God. As a, and I'll tell you this. I brought this up. I was thinking about this last night. As a young Jewish kid... I was beat up pretty bad by two guys who were older. They were bigger and much stronger than I was. And I was repeatedly called a Christ killer. And that was just growing up Jewish, and I was just attacked by two people when I was young. Uh, So uh, I know what it's like to be accused of, you know, it's, it's all of us, that's the point. It wasn't the Jews, it wasn't me, it was all of us. And as you know, uh, it was all our sin that put him there on the cross to die uh, for each one of us. So we're going to have a chance to talk when I'm done here, because it looks like our t- I don't know exactly what time you typically end here in, in the class, but uh, we can talk about anything when I'm done. But in closing, I do want to say this, because we've been talking about murder today. Satan's stock and trade is murder. I'll repeat that. Satan's stock and trade is murder. Jesus said in John 10.10, the thief does not come to steal and to kill and destroy. That's the devil's job description. He is is the murderer. That is his stock and trade. That's the devil's uh, job description. The perfect demonstration of what a society looks like that has essentially sold its soul to the devil. Is that how it feels in this country? Okay. Have we sold our soul to the devil? I think that's what we've done. Okay. That's that I'm trying to give again, I'm going to inject the Jewishness of my mindset and I could bring it to today, but I'm going to go back in time. A society uh, uh, that embraces the devil, okay? Sold, it sells its soul to the devil. How about Nazi Germany? You all know about six million Jews and some other five million others were targeted and, and, and murdered for racial, political, ideology, and behavioral reasons. And they were murdered in the Holocaust. More than one million of those who perished during the Holocaust were children, very young children. And although non-believing, carnal historians, so-called historians, do not attribute Nazism to Satanism, that is exactly what it was, okay? Shall we not forget that? Mass. Demon possession is the only explanation for that level of evil and mass murder. In John chapter 8, Jesus made a very important statement. Um, Barbara, how do you read this? John chapter 8, a couple of verses. We're going to end with this, with this verse, and we did quote a lot of verses, which was good. So it wasn't boring, right? We, we studied the commandments, we studied murder. It's early in the morning, and we we made it, you know, we made it through, okay? But this is all exactly what it is. John chapter 8, verses 42 through 44. Ba- oh, sorry. Keep going. When he a lie, he of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Okay, the father of lies. He was the, the murderer, the father, the, the devil. And, you know, there's only two ways to go, you know. You either f- accept the Lord and believe in him, or what's the alternative? <laughs> what are you actually accepting? The, the lie of the devil. Okay, so I'm done talking. It's 9.47. we got about 13 minutes. Any thoughts, questions? Something, Jim, go right ahead. Romans chapter 1, verses 22 through 33, it talks about how God gave
3: people up for doing these things that you're talking about. Right. And worse. One of the things was murder. Right. You know, and it goes on and on. I, yeah, it's, it's, you guys get a chance to read that, which I'm sure most of them right. Not, they have. Right. Um, and they, they get to a point where God just says, you know, right. I'm giving you over Right. Over the judgment. right not only do the same but have pleasure in doing it
0: wow you know? right so uh,
3: it's you, you think about what's going on and it's it's just it's just that profession. right Oh, yeah. You
2: know?
1: Yeah. And abortion, exactly. As soon as as you're going to get. Yeah, think about that. Uh, Right. We definitely,
3: I think, I heard uh, Dr. Jeffries this past week. Right. I think it was this past week, before, but he was talking about, I don't see America recovering from the sins. That's kind of how I feel. He said, but that doesn't mean to give up on America. Right. is to uh, bring people to Christ and everything. Right. But that was kind of frightful to hear Dr. Jeffers say that. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: You know, because of
3: what you're talking about, like Romans says.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Barbara? I couldn't find it. It's a revelation about the martyrs crying out to God to be, uh, I guess, vindicated, for they were killed. Martyrs, right. Right. No, no, not accidental. Yeah, no. Um, in fact, I think even the law talks about the concept called manslaughter, where they inject the. It was is not voluntary. It's an accident. You know, but there's a lot of debate in that area too. Bill.
0: Right. And of course escaped and God used him uh, you know, in a miraculous wonderful way. Right. Uh of course we all know that, you know,
4: there are people I know of a guy that's in prison for killing uh, another guy and and uh today he's a preacher he has a testimony about God. Uh, well, Right. Moses is interested in uh, what your thoughts are on Moses on that. Um, You know, he he killed another king out
0: of anger and frustration with what he was going to do. Right. But explain
1: something about that. (laughs) Wow, that's a tough one, isn't it? That's one really good point. It wasn't premeditated. It was some form of murder. There's no question. I mean, you know whether it was first, second. Obviously not first, not second. Uh, Self-defense, but he was defending somebody else. You hear that? He was defending someone else. Uh, But again, there's there's usually a price to pay for any form of. I mean, even if it's manslaughter. But uh, I mean, in today's world, uh, you know, Bonnie. Right. In the end, uncontrolled. I mean, and it was his anger, I think, that led him to murder right. the Egyptians. Wanda said uncontrolled, which, right. yeah. Right, and then it was his anger that he struck the rock rather than talking to it, like
2: right. he So it's like his anger, he actually yeah. never, he maybe learned to control it in certain, but it, it, it got him in trouble. In the
1: right, system. so how would we answer Bill's question? Like, like it seems like he got a pass. But I guess the punishment was, where did he not, where was he not able to go? Into the promised land. land. Mm -hmm. So, again. But God knew that Moses was the man to lead those people. So, I don't want to say God had leniency, but God had a purpose. Right. He was part of God's purpose. Right. Okay. I have kind of another take on that. Okay. Right. So was it self defense by. It was kind of a form of self defense? But right. one question is look at David. He planned out what he was going to do. Different. Right. Bill? Well, I was going to. jump maybe to it. I was going to say David didn't directly kill, you know, the husband, but he indirectly. Right. So therefore, he was guilty of. Right. At least an accessory, Right. But, wow, those are, I mean, they're great questions. I, I just, it's just really hard to.
2: He it, but he just had it done through someone else, so it's still murder. Right,
1: right. If I hire you to kill oh, me, yeah. then I'm guilty as you are. You're going too, yeah. Well, I don't know if anything happens today, but yeah. anyway, Bill?
0: Right.
4: You know, as, as the New Testament says in uh, Romans. But even though a person commits a dire sin of that nature, if he's allowed to uh,
0: receive Christ as Savior, right. that he has a new life, which it, it gives people hope. You know. Right.
1: Right. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's hard to sort out, you know. And Ex- I, I, imagine, you know I think that's the answer. Yeah, I just wish I had a definitive answer as to why, but it's kind of hard, you know. I wouldn't want to say my answer is the right. If you think about it with David, that yep. was
3: something he said, my sins
1: are ever before me. Right. You know, even though he was forgiven, that thing was there all his life. All the time. Right. Was that part of God's punishment, right. You know? And that's the good news. Is no one's going to get away with anything. Right. You know, God sees it all, regardless of what our society's doing. Well, he knew when, all of this. That's the reason right. he had planned in the beginning to send
2: Christ, because he knows we just, it's a vicious, vicious
1: circle. Circle, right.
2: It, it really is, because Satan rebelled, brought sin and death. Our rebellion can bring sin and death and all of that, all kinds of sin, whether it's a major sin is sin. But God made provision for that, and he said near the end it would become increasingly worse. All right. So here we are. Yeah. We can't stop it. We're not going to stop it. Right. Because he has a plan, he will be the one to stop it.
0: Exactly. But we can right. certainly
1: lead others to Christ. Oh, w- yeah, we should work harder at it. If anything, right? Not less, right? (coughs) Bonnie.
2: Right. He'd always have them. He'd pass them out to me. But um, I read your um, your cousin's. Right. Your, your cousin's first wife. Right. And um, she, we saw the testimony a little bit. Right. Um, where she said that, uh, you know, you talk about there was so much uh, devil worship in Germany at that time before World War II started. There was a lot of openness to sat- satanic worship. Right. Right. And and so it was like she knew that it wasn't it wasn't God, it was evil. Exactly. That, you
0: know, that did that to her. Yep. Okay.
2: And, well Satan loves darkness and I don't know about percentage wise, but a lot of murders
1: happen at nighttime. Oh uh, exactly night right. Time. You're right. He's, did you all hear that? A lot of murders occur the at nighttime. The air. Not by chance, yeah. Prince of Darkness. Any other thoughts? Okay, I hope I woke you up a little. We talked about murder at nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> okay, but it's one of the Ten Commandments, and I just thought it, it wouldn't totally bore you. Okay. Uh, Bill, would you wanna, would you go ahead and close us in prayer?
4: Hates us because they hate you. God, we thank you for your goodness and love once more,
1: and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Donuts and coffee, right? What's that?